What's up, everybody, and welcome to Tailgate Talks. This is week 79, and you are listening to Club Red, where we discuss what is going on in Texas Tech sports this week. We've got uh, baseball to recap. We've got some basketball subtractions and additions to the roster to discuss. And we've got a little bit for of Club Red conversation for you regarding some tech Twitter and stats and all that good stuff. So stick around for that. But first... Make sure you're following us on Apple and Spotify, and if you are, give us that five-star rating, and if you listen to us on Apple, hit us with a review. We would greatly appreciate that. You can also follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. If you want to follow our personal accounts, follow Dustin at DustinWimmer22 and myself at Calvin B. Barrett. Uh, We are the most active on Twitter, so if you want to get our thoughts on games and everything as they're happening, follow us there. Uh, to catch up with all the good shit we're posting there. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook's where we do these live shows every week. You can also follow our YouTube channel where we try to post little clips and videos from each week's podcast for you to watch there. And also, if you have any questions, comments, or things you want us to discuss on the show, email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Let's get into this week's Club Red. All right, Dustin, Texas Tech baseball had uh, quite the week against Purple Teams. They started off in the desert in Phoenix with a two-game set against Grand Canyon. Uh, That did not go very well. We lost both games. Made the second game close, you know, tried to rally in the ninth inning, but ultimately too little too late. Uh, Was unable to make that a successful trip, but then followed – uh, up the weekend with another purple team in Kansas State Wildcats, a team that's at the bottom of the Big 12 and was able to sweep that series. Dustin, any thoughts? Did you catch any of the Grand Canyon games or did you have any th- uh, thing you wanted to talk about with that series? Yeah, I didn't catch any of these baseballs. But, yeah, the Grand Canyon series is tough to drop that kind of like you did. But they're a supposed like three seed coming into the tournament yeah. possibly this year. So they're not bad. Um, that's just one of those series you got to try to figure out some midweek pitching type stuff and couldn't do it, I guess. And we kind of know that's our weakness is after our first two guys and our bullpen, we got a lot, a lot of question marks. And so, you know, that's when you're going to drop those games, either on like Sundays or uh, these midweek Tuesday, Wednesday type games. Um, so that's tough. But then, yeah, great bounce back, especially with, the Jace Young walk-off, which I'm sure we're about to talk about. Yeah, so, you know, after the Grand Canyon losses, that was three losses in a row because you had the loss to Kansas. And so you needed some wins to bounce back. The Kansas State game on Friday night started slow. We were able to rally there in the sixth, get some runs late. You get the 6-3 victory there on Friday night. Follow that up with a nice, easy, what seems to be like every Saturday, we just kind of whip ass <laughs> on Saturdays. Hey, our you gotta, two pitching combo is good. Yeah. Our Friday Saturday is real nice. It, it's really nice. Set you up well. You beat Kansas State fourteen to nothing on Saturday, and then Dustin, the game that <laughs> you were kind of nervous about Sunday. We haven't played well on Sundays, and you didn't play well for the majority of this game as Kansas State looked like they were going to beat you, but then Jace Young came through with the heroics to hit the huge walk-off home run to secure the Sunday victory and the sweep of Kansas State. What did you think about Jace Young's towering walk-off home run? Towering is right. But before that, to start the inning, you had an open home run to cut it 
to within one run. So that was a huge like sigh of relief. And like now you're within, you know, striking distance pretty right. quick. And yeah, Jace Young just murdered that ball. Like, you know, the stadium here at Tech, he hit it over the Coca Cola bottle that's by the scoreboard. And that's not a short part of the park nope. or easy place to hit one, especially over that sign. So that ball had no chance, and what a way to win that game and walk off Sunday and sweep it. Yeah, like we've kind of talked about, you had the Sunday scaries the last few weeks, games that you should have won, and this one, you know, you didn't play particularly well. took a while for the bats to get going, but just kind of one of those grinded-out games, and what this team's shown time and time again is to never really count them out, that they can kind of find ways to claw back into games. And and this was just the perfect example of that. You know, Kent State, every time he would crawl back, Kent State would add a run. Uh, I quit watching the game because every time I turned it on, Kent State would do something good. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to stop watching it. And then I get on Twitter and see Jace Young walks him off. So, um, but it's a huge series win. We've talked about winning the conference. You got to sweep these teams in order to do that. And so, you know, luckily you were able to take care of business there and get that victory. Uh, any parting thoughts on that series, Dustin? Yeah, now you set yourself up atop of the Big 12 title, Oklahoma State at 7-2 and two, um, with TCU and Texas right behind them. So good good setup with the sweep, like we said, especially with the bottom of the barrel of the Big 12. Right. And so that moves us into this week where tonight, uh, Dustin, we're playing Oklahoma, so yeah. give us a kind of look into what we've got to look forward to this week in Texas Tech baseball. I know some of you are probably like, why are y'all playing Oklahoma on a weekday? Right. They started doing a – just I think it's a one- or two-game series up in Amarillo, so kind of meet in the middle type situation at the good old Sod Poodles Stadium. And if you know Tadlock, he loves playing in these minor league or major league parks and get that big feel environment because that translates over to – Going in the postseason into Omaha, luckily right now we're up on them. So by the time you hear this, hopefully we finish this off and win that game um, up there. And then a big series against TCU this weekend. Like I said, they are right behind you at 7-5 and five in the Big 12 with a 21-11 and 11 record. Luckily, they're only 6-6 six and six on the road. So that is a good thing to look at. And we're obviously pretty dominant at home. As most of us know, it's 18-1 and one on this season, which is huge. So hopefully we can bring that environment and not get the Sunday scaries again or even make it interesting. Let's just go for a clean sweep. But we know how TCU's kind of historically really good and having a bounce back year. So expect a tough weekend out of TCU. You said that that game, is those are on the road. This series is in Fort Worth. Oh, shucks. <laughs> I don't know. So, but they're still only 10 and 4. And right, yeah. Our road's okay. So makes it a little tougher. That's all right. Yeah, so don't go out to the law this week expecting to no. see some games. I mean, uh, you can go out next there, week, but next, ne- next weekend have a good time when I think West Virginia comes to town. Yeah. Or, uh, so, but yeah, big series there. Oh, another really good Big 12 team and a chance for you to do some damage on the road where you've kind of struggled if you want to look at most of our losses. We've only lost once at home. Yeah. All your other losses have come away from uh, the law. So yep. hopefully a good chance to bounce back and get some road wins there any parting thoughts on the baseball team dustin right uh, now let's move over to basketball a little bit all right so that'll do it for this week in baseball catch up with us next week when we update you on the outcome of this oklahoma game and the tcu series 
Uh, let's talk a little bit of tech basketball. We're going to start this thing off right. Dustin, so last week where we left everybody off is we had questions about Terrence Shannon Jr. and where he stood on the roster. And wouldn't you know it, the next day after recording, or was it – it was either like the day after yeah, recording or the day we released the podcast. Yeah. The news comes out that Terrence Shannon Jr. is not going to be returning to Texas Tech this year. He is going to uh, look elsewhere to play his final season of college basketball. What did you think when you saw that news break? Yeah, obviously we were totally wrong. So sorry if you caught that news on us on Thursday, Friday, whatever. Uh, we won't get this one wrong. You know, this is coming straight from the TJ Shannon Instagram account. And so, yeah, it, it was weird to hear from, you know, higher up sources like, oh, he's really considering coming back now a, a week after definitely transferring and leaving. And he wants to come back. And then now he's definitely out the door. So I don't know. Um, I don't think anybody's that sad about it, to be honest. I'm, I know I'm not. Um Apparently he's got offers coming in the Big Ten or maybe a couple ACC type teams. Um, so, like I said, probably looking more offensive centric and you know get his draft stock up that way. Yeah, I kind of felt like it's time. Yeah, you know I, I don't really know what else he's <laughs> going to get out of it from here, and you know so he's going to go look elsewhere. But you know, kind of what I wanted to talk about maybe more what was the reactions from people on Twitter. And, you know, maybe maybe it's just the way that Twitter is nowadays, but I thought there was a lot of ass kissing and a lot of like fake responses like good luck to him and his mom. Like, I don't know what you think on this, but, you know, I didn't really tweet it anything out, you know, nothing good or nothing bad. I'm just not going to say anything because I don't want to get any Twitter fights on it either. But once you take that Texas Tech uniform off and you decide to go somewhere else and play like you're kind of done to me. You know, if you're oh, not that's... with us, you're against us. And so seeing everybody like wishing you the best, hope nothing for the best. Like, I don't really wish him to go and be like really great somewhere else. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't want to see him be successful in another jersey. I root for every team that's not tech to fail. So that's nothing like personal against TJ. But I mean, if you know him, I get it. But I don't know TJ personally. Don't know his mom. Never really don't know anything about that. So for me. As soon as he takes that tech jersey on and puts whatever other jersey on, he's nothing to me anymore. Like, if he has a good game, cool. If he has a bad game, cool. Like, I just don't care. Where are you at on that? Exact same. And, like, I felt the same way and was personally vocal, not online, about, like, Kyler Edwards this year. Like, I didn't like seeing Kyler have good games and 20-plus games for uh, Houston. I mean, no, I don't want him to get injured, but right, yeah, I yeah. don't care what he does, and I don't want him to do good, to be honest. No, like, you're not one of us anymore. Thanks for your service, but, I mean, it's kind of part of this transfer thing. Like, now you don't want to be one of us? Okay. I don't have to root for you anymore either. Yeah, and I'm not taking any shots at him personally no. or anything like that. Just It's just my thoughts once you're playing for another team. It's not Red Raider for life for, anymore for me because – you're not a Red Raider anymore. You're, yeah. you're somewhere else. Like you're putting on another jersey. 
And so I don't know. I just thought it was a weird reaction seeing all these people. And you yeah, know, I'm I hate think like everybody like has to go to go to Twitter or Instagram and be like, "Oh, we love you. We already miss you." Yeah, think of you forever. And it's like, mm. especially a guy like that that was good but never like reached his potential. Reached his potential, or like had a great like stretch. Really, there was always another guy, right? Or there was always like a moment that we we're waiting for him to have that he never really. <laughs> got to so it's kind of like i mean you you think like now but he'll get lost in the wind of previous basketball players that we've had yeah and so i just thought it was a weird reaction i agree i I just don't understand that and why everybody's got to feel the need to be like oh miss you so much gonna and like like i said before unless you have a personal connection with him that yeah sure that changes things if you know him and he's done things for you like awesome and he's been great around the community from what I've seen. But, you know, Red Raider for life is ending your career at Texas Tech. Like, you, I don't really think you get to go play yeah. at another university and get to kind of rep that RR for L thing that everybody's been crowning him with. But just wanted a tangent there. kind of wanted to get off my chest. That I would think we texted about that a little bit. Yeah. But we do have some good news coming. The other way, it feels like there had been a lot of bad news for Texas Tech basketball. You know, you lose. You get, you know, Kevin McCuller. We don't know what's happened when, with him. TJ Shannon's leaving. We still don't know the status of O'Banner and Adonley, some of these other guys. Right. So there's a lot up in the air. But one thing we do know is that Texas Tech has a new player, and that's Demarion Williams out of Garner Webb. Uh, Williams comes in as a 6'5 guard with two years of eligibility left. Last year, he averaged 14.5 points per game, four rebounds, and 2.5 assists per game. Shooting 38.8% from three for his career, Dustin. So decent numbers from a guy who's still got some time left. That 6'5 range that we always talk about, Adams loves. What were your thoughts when this commitment came in? Really out of nowhere. I don't think anybody expected this one, and then it dropped into our lap. So My reaction was kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't know this, this name even in the portal or linked to us. Um, but I definitely like seeing that 39% from three and yeah. two years of eligibility left. So we can get maybe a O'Banner type similar guard, decent shooter in two years in. in. So I like seeing that. Yeah. And if you watch, there's some highlight tapes you can find. If you follow any of like the, the people who, you know, are insiders on Texas Tech who cover the team, they posted some highlight videos. The dude can kind of do it all. You know, he kind of reminded me a little bit of Adonis in a way, maybe with a better like shot. That too. Uh, he, you know, he's got that size. He can handle the basketball. He can, he has, I think what looked kind of like an underrating, pa- underrated passing ability uh, was finding some dudes okay. in, in pretty tough spots, but also able to spread the floor with a nice little jump shot. So he, that's kind of what he reminded me of a little bit. Uh, of course, there was only, you know, about a minute long highlight video. So, um, but always happy to add a guy onto the roster, the one that fits to Adam's mold. And so uh, what a lot of people are saying is this looks to be like a steal in the portal, Hmm. Uh, you know, so he's what we've got so far. There's some other recruits out there that you can kind of keep an eye on. Um, You know, we're not going to dive into each one of them, Uh, but you know, Sean McNeil from West Virginia is a name that's kind of been bounced around. We made his top six. Um, I can't remember the guy's first name, but Key from Indiana State 
a guy who put up like double digit points per game as a pretty highly sought after uh, guard in the portal that we are looking at. And then, you know, some other players here and there. So uh, that's kind of all we've got for you right now with that. We will keep you updated as moves are made, as more news is broken and as players, you know, decide whether to leave or stay, but that's where we stand right now. Minus a TJ Shannon, add in a Damarian Williams. And that's where we're at basketball right now but Dustin we've got a club red conversation that you brought up uh, through text I think the other day so I'm gonna pass the rock to you and let you get this conversation started all right so I'm tired of seeing Texas Tech fans get on Twitter and create stats to make us look better than other schools or conferences or however you want to frame it like quit framing stats to make yourself look good and the one that came up was I'm trying to find it. Oh, here it is. <clears throat> Big 12 standings from this year: football, men's basketball, and baseball. And Texas Tech is one, Baylor two, blah blah blah. And like you're just nitpicking at we want these stats. And then there was another follow up: oh, home Big yeah, 12. Yeah, the home person. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh, of course, yeah. like. You know, Texas fans especially are going to run with that. Baylor fans, they have good things. They're going to run with that. Like, stop framing things to make Texas Tech look good and just starting Twitter arguments because it's stupid stats. Like, I'm a huge stat guy, but that's one of the stupid ones is framing it in such a way that, like, winning percentage at home in these three sports for this year. Right, (laughs) yeah. Come on, stop. You don't win anything for that. We don't get it. the sport and brag about the sport that's going on right yeah. now. Do that. Like I get wanting to brag about like the overall success of your At the end of the program. year, you can maybe yeah. do that, but like in the off season, but don't do it now while stuff's going on. Yeah. It's just like grasping for something. Yeah. And it, and it kind of gets me to more of like the Twitter talk again. It's like, everybody's trying to chase that clout, chase that thing that gets some likes, trying to be creative and like kind of stupid ways. You can follow it's that. Stupid. UT. That Cal Yuming or whatever. That's who's the stuff Texas. I looked up because I knew he would have some real fast. I mean, he always posts like just dumb stats, like the national championship they won in 1930 holds any weight to whatever game that they're playing on Saturday. Like none of this stuff matters. It's like yeah. really like it's cool to have those, you know, to be successful at all these. But at the end of the day, you don't get a Big 12 championship for that, you know. No. Um, and that's, like, exactly know. what he did. Like, he, he quote tweeted it, and he's like, well, Big 12 championships in these three sports. Texas has 21, Oklahoma has 20, Tech yeah. has seven. And it's like, see, you started this, Tech people, and, like, now they get to rearrange and frame it how they want to and move the goalposts to make them look good. It's a no-win yeah, situation. Like, you're just going to keep – Moving it to however Texas wants to look at it, or Oklahoma wants to look at it, or Baylor wants to look at it, like it doesn't it all, matter. Like it's it stupid. doesn't matter, and it all ends up no. being the exact same argument that you have with every single fan from every single school. The Texas argument is just uh, going in circles, and yet everybody wants to fucking do it. Yes. I'm like, dude, just stop. Like, there's no yes. point. We exactly know where they're going right. to say next. They're going to say, yeah, they're going to say 70 to 35. And then we're going to say, oh yeah, did you beat Kansas? And then it's just this never ending pit of just sadness. And I don't know, it just gets my old big, bigger conversation on Twitter in general. Like, I just feels like it's just so much clout chasing so much, like just trying to get likes and everything like that. You know, every freaking player has their own fan page account and 
none of all of it's just like bullshit ass kissing and whatever yeah and we're over here we're not trying to break news we're just trying to be honest tech fans you know we're yeah. just trying to give it to you like people who we're not experts in the sports we just watch them we're not trying to news break or anything we're trying to have like funny comments to get people like maybe a good chuckle after something happens um but man that's just kind of what happens every single time now you get a twitter engagement yeah it's stupid quit doing it yeah, so next time you think about some crazy stat that really has nothing to do with anything at all, refrain from it. It doesn't help. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't push the conversation forward in any sort of way. It just gets you back in that endless pit. So any parting thoughts on this week in Club Red, Dustin? No, let's move to the association. All right. Well, Stick around if you want to catch us talk about the NBA playoffs, which are underway tonight with the play-in games. But that'll do it for this week in Club Red. Make sure you are following us on Apple and Spotify. Five stars always to get into Club Red. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Telgate underscore talks to keep up with what we're talking about during games, when news breaks and all of that stuff. And as always, we will catch y'all in the tailgate. Peace.